Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we are going to be talking about my Week 2 quarterback rankings. Now, if you want to see running backs and wide receivers, those have already came out on to my channel the last couple of days. You're going to be seeing quarterbacks and tight ends today on Saturday and then on Sunday, my overlay video, and then after that is going to be a live stream, most likely on Sunday, talking about the games and answering your guys' questions. So before I get into week two quarterback rankings, I'd like to give you guys a word from my friends and my sponsor over at OverlayDFS.com. OverlayDFS.com offers a new game titled The Matchup Shop. It is the easiest way to win money in the fantasy football, daily fantasy sports industry. It is so easy to understand. Pretty much all it is is betting player versus player on each of these matchups posted. There's a million matchups here that you can go ahead and look at. There's Thursday, there's Sunday, and there is Monday, and the lines do move. So understanding how the price works. So you're getting minus 2.5 on Nick Chubb. So Nick Chubb, whatever point totally gets in fantasy football based upon the rules on the website, minus 2.5 points. Jarvis Landry on the other side of it gets plus 2.5 points. It is very simple to figure out. If you play fantasy football, you should be able to easily dominate on this website, so make sure you guys check it out, overlaydfs.com, and I make videos every week showing you guys which players to pick so you guys can win that big moolah, so make sure you guys check it out, overlaydfs.com. And we are back. Make sure you guys check out OverlayDFS.com. Link down below in the description. If at any point inside of this video you end up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Let's get right into it. Week 2 quarterback rankings. We begin here with 1 through 12. Number 1 quarterback for me on the week is Lamar Jackson going up against the Houston Texans in Houston. The Houston Texans played pretty good against the Chiefs, but in reality, they kind of were playing from behind the whole game, and I kind of expect that to happen in this game. I expect Lamar Jackson to really be able to run and throw all over them. On a weekly basis, Lamar or Patrick Mahomes are likely going to be my number one quarterback bearing a bad situation. So Lamar Jackson going up against a not-so-great Houston Texans defense, I think, is a pretty solid start to be the number one guy on the week. At number two, surpassing Patrick Mahomes is Dakota Prescott going up against the Atlanta Falcons at home in Jerry's world. To me, this was a pretty simple pick. Last week, we saw Russell Wilson cook all over that Atlanta Falcons defense. The Atlanta Falcons defense is, as one would describe, as not very good at all. Dak Prescott has three guys on the team that could be top 10 wide receivers in the NFL legitimately. A couple years from now, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, three super talented guys on that team, and they're going to air the ball out. And against the Atlanta Falcons, a team that's going to be able to score, a team that's going to get close to them, kind of sniff up there and try to win the game, the Atlanta Falcons are going to be close in the game. So Dak's going to have to keep throwing the goddamn ball, and Dak Prescott's going to have an excellent week, number two, up against the Atlanta Falcons after falling last week to Jared Goff and the LA Rams. At number three, we have Pat Mahomes going up against the LA Chargers in LA. Now, this is a tough matchup. The LA Chargers defense is very good, but we have Patrick Mahomes here. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL right now, in my opinion. And even with a good defense, when you have Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, CEH, and friends to play against, you're going to be pretty fucked if you're the Chargers. So Pat Mahomes is going to have a great game here. I expect he railroads this team, covers the spread of minus 8.5, and, and just devours them. So I like Patrick Mahomes in this game. At number 4, we have Mr. 5-6, Kyler Murray, the guy who needs to hop on to one of those things that little kids have, you know, when they step on, like, the stepping stool to go brush their teeth in the morning. Kyler Murray has to do that. He has to stand on a stepping stool behind his offensive line. Now, in this game, he does have a tough matchup up against the Washington football team's front seven. We saw last week they were no joke. They ate Carson Wentz for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, giving him eight total sacks 
in the game. But Kyler Murray is just simply built different than Carson Wentz. He's going to be able to maneuver around behind the offensive line, do some ballerina type shit, and run back and forth until the wide receivers are open. And when you have one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, in DeAndre Hopkins, on your team against corners that are garbage, Kyler Murray is going to be productive as well as getting some points with his legs. At number five, we have the man who put on his chef outfit and went straight up Guy Fieri on the defense last week. Russell Wilson this week, Ivis's New England. It's versus New England, but I typed Ivis's New England. Going up against the New England Patriots, this is obviously going to be a game where they are going to run the ball more. Pete Carroll even came out and said, hey, we're going to run the ball more. Russell Wilson absolutely skull-fucked the Atlanta Falcons defense, but we're going to try to run it a little bit more this week. It's Sunday night. It's premiere. Pete Carroll chewing that gum and trying to run the ball a zillion times down the New England Patriots' throat, unlike what he did in the Super Bowl. So with that said, Russell Wilson should still be able to have a solid game because when he throws the ball, the guy has pinpoint accuracy. He throws dimes left and right like his name was Daniel Dimes, even though Danny Dimes doesn't throw too many dimes. Russell Wilson is going to be quite good in this game, so I like Russ even up against a tougher opponent in the New England Deflatriots. At number six, we have a guy that I think has top five potential in this game, but is playing up against a tough defense in the Miami Dolphins. Now, the Miami Dolphins don't have the greatest front seven, but their cornerbacks are very good in Byron Jones and Xavier Howard, so I expect the uh, Bills to kind of try to run the ball a little bit more in this game. They're not going to be able to just dookie all over the defense like they did to the New York Football Jets, but I still expect a very good game out of Josh Allen here. Got him at number six because he can do it with his legs as well. Even if the passing lanes aren't open, he could just take off and run for it like he did up against the New York football Jets, but this time I don't expect him to be able to just run the ball and fumble a million times because he thinks he's playing the Jets. He's like, you know what, fuck this shit. It's like I'm playing Madden, and he's spamming left and right on the goddamn joystick, and then he spams B to spin around, and he gets rocked, and he fumbles the ball. He's not going to do that against the Dolphins because he realized the Dolphins actually have somewhat of a defense. At number seven, we have Matty Ice Ice Baby. Going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Again, I talked about it with Dak. This game is going to be very, not even that it's close, but it's going to be a shootout, a back and forth affair like you're playing goddamn tug of war. Matt Ryan is going to throw a touchdown. Dak's going to throw a touchdown. It's going back and forth. Matt Ryan is going to play good in this game. He came out from behind last week and was able to put up a very good solid point total up against the Seattle Seahawks. So I think Matty Ice plays good again this week up against the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry's world. At number eight, we have A.A. Ron Rodgers going up against the Detroit Lions. Now, last week, Aaron Rodgers did his best vintage Aaron Rodgers impression and threw not one, not two, not three, but four goddamn tutties up against the Vikings defense. He looked, he looked beautiful. It was, it was sexual, quite frankly. He was doing the discount double check all over the Minnesota Vikings ass and played very well in that game. It just seems like, while I didn't believe in Aaron Rodgers before the year, it just seems like this is going to be his revenge tour, his MVP season, where he's just going through these defenses and plowing them one v or one game at a time. The Detroit Lions defense has a lot of pieces in it that just are not good yet. So Rodgers should not have much of a problem slinging the pigskin up against the Detroit Lions. At number nine, we have Tampa Bay Tom Brady going up against the Carolina Panthers. Now, last week, he definitely disappointed up against the New Orleans Saints. It started off well. Tom Brady plows into the end zone, spikes that shit like his name was Rob Gronkowski. And then you're like, oh, man, 
Brady simply just built different. The guy's 42 years old, 43 years old, just destroying the Saints defense. He can do it anywhere. Turns out the guy's a system quarterback. That's just a joke, obviously. Tom Brady going to play good up against the Panthers defense. The Panthers defense is not good at all. We saw Las Vegas and Carolina get into a shootout last week, and I think we see Tom Brady simply just dismantle that defense this week as quarterback numero nine. At number 10, we have Drew Brees, the quarterback who beat him last week in this game up against the Las Vegas Raiders. And just like we talked about between the Panthers and the Raiders before, they both were back and forth because neither team has really that good of a defense. Drew Brees should be able to play quite well in this game despite losing their number one player on the team. I guess they're maybe their number one or number two, depending on how you view the importance of Alvin Kamara versus the importance of Michael Thomas. But I digress. Without Michael Thomas, Drew Brees should still have no problem up against this Las Vegas Raiders defense. So I like Drew Brees here at number 10. Still has Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook, as well as Traquan Smith to throw the ball to. At number 11, we have Deshaun Watson going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Now, he he looked pretty good backdoor up against the Kansas City Chiefs. The beginning of the game looked quite grim for Deshaun Watson on Thursday night to kick off the NFL season, but at the end of the day, he finished with more points than Patrick Mahomes, which was kind of bullshit, but hey, that's what garbage time is all about, baby. Deshaun Watson up against the Baltimore Ravens, a very, very tough defense in the NFL. I'd argue potentially better than the Kansas City Chiefs. But even against a tough defense, even without DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson is just going to play ball and play well. So I like him up against the Baltimore Ravens. Get it? Play ball. And he's playing up against ball. The Baltimore Ravens. Hilarious. At number 12, we have Matty Snapback. Matthew Stafford going up against the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Now, when you think about these games, you just think about the Green Bay Packers railroading the Lions. And that simply just does not happen. Matthew Stafford always stakes his claim in these games. Now, he never seems to win, but he always seems to cover the game, which means they are going to be close in this game, and Matthew Stafford's going to be slinging the pigskin all over. Now, I understand Kirk Cousins, Mr. You Like That, did not play all that well up against the Green Bay Packers defense last week, but it's simple. Matt Stafford, much better than Kirk Cousins in my opinion, so I think Matt Stafford should be able to have quite the game here. Probably should have thrown another touchdown last week because DeAndre Swift has goddamn butterfingers. You would have been much happier with Stafford last week. I expect a huge Stafford bounce back game up against the Green Bay Packers defense. Now on to quarterback 13 through 20. If you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. We begin at quarterback number 13 here with Cameron Newton going up against the Seattle Seahawks. Now, he does not get inside of the top 12, but I would not be surprised if he rushed for two touchdowns again to on Sunday night. Now, the thing here is that the Seattle defense is probably better than the Dolphins defense, even though the Dolphins played quite well against them. I'm just not too sure how Cam is going to do in this game. Wouldn't be surprised if he was a top 12 guy, but I just think on Sunday night, they may look to run the ball a lot more. Maybe Cam Newton just won't be as involved in this game. Number 14, we have Mr. Big Ben Roethlisberger going up against the Denver Broncos. Now, last week, obviously, he was throwing dimes straight into Juju all game long up against the New York football Giants. But here we have Big Ben playing up against a defense that wouldn't just be on the JV fucking football team. The Broncos have a legitimate defense. I just don't see Ben Roethlisberger playing as well in Sunday's game as he did last week. Now, I don't expect him to have a shit game, but at quarterback 14, that's around where I feel like he's going to fall on the week. At number 15, we have Carson Ida W. Wentz going up against the LA Rams. Now, we saw last week Carson Wentz get put on his ass repeatedly up against the Washington football team. Now, he's playing another team with a great front seven in the LA Rams. I believe Aaron Donald might eat that guy for fucking lunch. He might pick him up and crack him over his goddamn knee like an angry player in baseball. Well, I think Carson Wentz will be fine for the rest of the season in fantasy football. He does get a tough break 
early in the season with a beat-up offensive line, going up against two of the better front sevens in the NFL. At number 16, we have Jared Goff going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I do kind of expect this game to be decently high-scoring, and I expect Jared Goff to play quite well. Again, I would assume if Malcolm Brown vultures two touchdowns again, you're going to end up with a poor game from Jared Goff, but I just don't expect that to happen in this game. I expect Robert Woods or Cooper Cup to make some big plays in this game, as well as Tyler Higby, who I think is going to be an excellent tight end on the week up against the Eagles. So I think Jared Goff has a pretty solid game as quarterback numero 17, or I mean 16. At 17, we have Ryan Tanny God going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, if you guys know a bit of history about the Jaguars versus the Tennessee Titans, it's that Derrick Henry just runs a train on them. For the last two years, it's happened four fucking times. So I don't really expect them to be throwing the ball all that much in this matchup there without A.J. Brown. So I think it is entirely possible that Ryan Tannehill throws two touchdowns up against a not-so-hot Jaguars defense. But just understand that they're probably going to hand the ball to Derrick Henry a million times in this game to lessen Ryan Tannehill's effect. At number 18, we probably have the easiest matchup on the board right here. But Jimmy Garoppolo just seemingly has no wide receivers. They all ended up passing away. They're all going to be watching this game from up above because Jimmy Garoppolo has no one out there. Mohamed Sanu is going to start for the team after they got him they added him on a one-year contract just a couple of days ago and he is going to play the wide receivers there are all banged up even up against a bad New York Giants or New York Jets defense I just don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo has the weapons to succeed I feel like all they have to do is hand the ball off to Raheem Mostert Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon in order to win this game at number 19 we have my boy Godina Minshew the second going up against the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee Gardner Minshew might honestly be the only 10 I see because I believe Gardner Minshew could have a big game in this spot, but up against this Tennessee Titans defense, it just seems like Gardner is going to have that nice cool-off game. He absolutely mollywopped the Indianapolis Colts defense last week, and up against a better defense in the Titans, I just don't think he'll be able to get it done, but hey, it's Gardner fucking Minshew, and the guy can do anything, so don't count the Minshew man out. At number 20, we have Kissin' Titties Trubisky going up against the New York Football Giants. Now, it's simple. He's playing the Giants. I don't believe in Trubisky at all. I really don't, but I got him inside the top 20 because he has top 12 potential on the week, but again, he's Mitchell Trubisky, so he's not going to finish inside of the top 12, even with easy matchups for his wide receivers, Anthony Miller and Allen Robinson, who will probably make multiple mistakes in this game to cause him not to have that many fantasy points, plus he may end up getting vultured, even if they score four touchdowns, maybe it'll just be two from uh, Trubisky because they'll probably run the ball in at least once with David Montgomery in this game up against the New York Football Giants, so I think Mitch Trubisky does play much better than he played last week, even though he did look really good in the fourth quarter of the game. The first three quarters were absolutely atrocious from the man who loves to kiss titties. Me and Mitch Trubisky might just be one in the same. So thank you guys all for watching this video. If at any point you ended up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. I love each and every single one of you guys, and I'd really appreciate if you hit that subscribe button down below. Make sure while you're down there, check out OverlayDFS.com, and make sure that you guys have a great rest of your guys' day. I will see you guys later with the tight end video. Have a great rest of your guys' Saturday, because we're going to be eating some W's like our name was Famous Jameis Winston on Sunday. As always, good boy!